This is Women's Tech Radio, a show on the Jupiter Broadcasting Network interviewing interesting women in technology, exploring their roles and how they are successful in technology. I'm Paige. And I'm Angela. Are you sure about that, Paige? <laughs> today, today I'm not. It's been a long day at the conference here. Yes. So we are live here at Linux Fest Northwest, and we um, got to pull some awesome people off the floor to do interviews today, and our first interview is Andrea Frost. Andrea is a... Uh, current computer science major. She is getting her master's in computer science and she gets to talk to us today about robotics and education and um, community building and a whole bunch of awesome issues that we just dove into. And before we get into the interview, I want to mention that you can support Women's Tech Radio and the Jupiter Broadcasting Network by going to patreon.com forward slash today. You can donate as little as $3 a month or whatever amount you want. And there's a swag level where you get free stuff in the mail. Or you can just, like I said, do $3 a month. But either way, it's a giant bucket. It funds all the shows on the network and specifically Women's Tech Radio. It keeps this going. And now we will get into the interview. Yeah, so we started today by asking Andrea what she is into in technology right now. So welcome to Women's Tech Radio. Um, I'm Paige. And I'm Angela. And we're here live at Linux Fest Northwest, and we have an awesome guest joining us, and she'll take a moment to introduce herself. Oh, hi, I'm Andrea Frost. I'm getting a master's in computer science at Western Washington University, and uh, yeah, active member of the WWU Association for Women in Computing. Awesome, and Andrea is joining us to tell us about some of her work as a student and also her work um, with getting women involved in technology. Extensive work in community building <laughs> yeah, and yeah. getting more women in technology. Yeah, we found her on the short floor or she found us or a little both and mm -hmm. we're just super excited to talk to you. So could you tell us a little bit about what you're up to for the community? Sure, yeah. There's there's a lot of things so I'll try to keep it short. More recently or pretty coming up pretty soon, we're doing an open source day on May 9th and so basically what we're doing is we're just trying to expose people to what open source is and how do you find a project, how do you contribute. So we're still looking for mentors and sponsorship but the event we're going to have, there's like a hundred people coming and so that's super exciting um, and then we're also doing... Oh, hold on. Okay, May 9th, where? Oh, okay, yes. Uh, May mm -hmm. 9th at Western Washington University at, in the Viking Union 565. It's the, um, yeah, fifth floor. Okay, how do people find out to, like, volunteer or anything like that? Well, uh, you can email, can I give my personal email? If you want to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my email is andreafrost at hotmail.com. Um, you can also look us up online, the Association for Women in Computing, um, and just do www.awc. And then you'll find our website, and there's contact info there as well. Awesome. Yeah. So they contact you via the Association for Women in Computing. That's right. Sweet. Cool. So that's your first thing, and what's your next <laughs> thing? Um, the next thing is that um, I'm also co-founding a uh, startup in Bellingham, which is a code school um, called Code Lily. And this summer, we're going to be hosting a Whatcom Robotics Expo um, in cooperation with Western and the Association for Women in Computing and all, all the other robotics-related groups. Um, and we're going to bring everyone together under one roof and, uh, yeah, create that roadmap so that people can, no matter what age you are, you know where, where you can find other robotics activities and who are the right people to connect with and connect everyone to each other. That's and, awesome. And that's yeah. a four-hour, is it, would you consider it a workshop or a lecture or... Um, yeah, so it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., and it's free, so you can basically just drop in anytime you want, and um, we're just going to have the room set up in demo style, so um, all the different groups are going to be demoing something, and then they're also going to have 
a way for you, the participants, to, to actually be able to put your dig in with your own hands and build your own robot. Or um, there's some little bits. Or you know, we um, there's just a lot of different robotics activities going on in Whatcom County that most people don't know about. So it'll be both demos, but also workshops where you can get involved. Um, and each group will be speaking a little bit about their pro their their group at some point throughout the day. So awesome! So robots is one of your passions. Um, I love robots. It's I mean it's actually kind of a side thing, but um, I yeah it's just such an accessible way to relate with technology and computer science specifically. Because rather than working in a terminal where you can't really like see something happening per se, with robots you can actually you know you can see it light up, you can see it move, you can actually watch the wheels turn. So it's very tangible, where I think uh, when you're first starting out with computers, that can be a, a big barrier for a lot of people. So that um, I, I just think robots are a really accessible way to get introduced to it all. Yeah, I think that's a lot of the same reason web tech is <laughs> is that same draw, because like, you put something up and it's there right away. Mm -hmm. How how did you get started? Like What, what got you into it? <laughs> well, I have a German degree from 2003, so I'm a returning student coming back to school. and. I traveled for most of my 20s, and um, I was a wildland firefighter in Alaska. And wow. um, I hurt my leg, and I was I couldn't like work on my feet anymore, and I was really stuck. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I, you know, what am I gonna do now? And I worked at a law office for a couple years, and I was really understimulated there. I there I felt undervalued, understimulated everything, um, and so. I tutored my friend's daughters in math and um, decided to go back to school to get a, a master's in math to become a math teacher. Um, I saw a pretty big problem just with the stigma around math and I couldn't believe actually that my that you know so many girls get so far without learning the fundamentals of math and like thinking that they suck at math or thinking I, I hate math, math sucks and you know which really math is in everything we do. Math is so beautiful and I mean it's in like it's in everything we look at in nature and so I mean I think we as a, as a community need to do a better job of um, promoting women in, st in science, STEM, mathematics, all those things. Yep. Yeah, and then my first quarter back in school, I took a computer programming class as a prerequisite for the math degree, and um, I just, yeah, I was like, what is this? I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I ended up getting an A, and I did really well, and I, I was, it just blew me away what we can do with like a little bit of code on a screen. You can actually make tremendous changes in the world, and um, you know, I went to the Grace Hopper conference a couple years ago, and I met women from all over the world who are writing, you know, things that, like a simple cell phone app is changing the lives for millions of people in Turkey and Africa, like everywhere. So I think women especially really bring a social component that I personally believe is a little bit lacking <laughs> currently. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, there's like a little bit, I wish there was more focus on morals and ethics and all that kind of stuff around computing too. And I think the more diversity we have in, in computing, like we just as a world will move in a, as a people will move in a better direction. And Definitely. Yeah. I mean, technology is one of the most powerful tools we have right now, just in general. And, and diverse thinking is only going to make that better. Absolutely. And, and, and used in a more responsible manner. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so diverse teams are basically essential. <laughs> yeah. And if you look at a standard computer science class, you're not going to see that many women. And so our club is very, very focused on uh, building, not, not necessarily like tutoring each other, or helping with homework, but just building community and support so that if, if we have a hard assignment or have a bad day, it's like, okay, let's commiserate about that and then move forward um, where without that community and without, you know, just like friendship and being able to smile at each other in the halls and things that are very simple, um, a lot of people without that just tend to give up or feel like they don't belong there. Um, so what we do with our club has really changed a lot of lives and especially the outreach that we do with kids in our community. Um, it's just really like changing the whole direction of um, who's involved in technology and what we can do with it. Mm -hmm. 
What associations do you belong to that help support this? So the most recently, we have the Creators and Innovators uh, Club for Girls, um, CIC for short. Uh, but that is a pilot program started this year in Bellingham School District. And we thought we would have 15 girls or so. And we ended up having 57. Oh my <laughs> Which goodness. is amazing. Um, it is amazing. But we don't have enough robots for that many people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, right. We didn't get enough funding for that many sure. robots. And um, so there, there's, it's a really good problem to have. But that's just been amazing watching these girls um, or young women. You know, we use little bits. So they learn about very an accessible way to learn about circuitry. And they built their own robots. And um, we did soulable circuits. So mm -hmm. like LEDs uh, into, into clothes. And, and we did NXT robots and you know all those things and these girls the transformation we've seen in them with this program is phenomenal and so this year we had one pilot program and next year we need to expand to four more schools and so that I mean that is just amazing and we so we need more mentors we need more funding um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's a great problem to have. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Um, are you open sourcing your curriculum? That's up for debate right no now, um, mainly because of the fact that we're having trouble funding these projects. Mm -hmm. And so I personally want everything to be open source, more or less. And but you know, if it also could be potentially an opportunity for us to sell the curriculum and get the funding that we need in order oh, sure. to continue. True. So we we desperately need the funding. Sure. Um, so if people are interested in supporting you, like how would they do that? Well, um, we have our web address is creatorgirls.com. And so you can go to that website and send an email and also see some pictures of what we've been up to. Um, you can also certainly email me, um, andrewfrost at hotmail.com. And we'll have links to all that in the show notes. That's how we do things. Yep. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So that, that program has just been tremendous. And we have a huge partnership with Western, with the Association for Women in Computing. We have... I think probably eight to 10 of the mentors right now. So probably half the mentors are from Western. And so there are certainly, Sydney Cole is the main woman behind all of that. Though she, I think in general, tends to, to stay in the background a little bit, but she's, she's amazing. And I mean, there's a, a long list of people that got together to make it happen. Mm -hmm. um, but now it'll be up to the support of the community in order for that to continue. Right. Yeah, I mean, and that's, it's a hard, a hard, hurdle to overcome but it's totally something we can do together and that's you know one of my passions right now is like there are a lot of women's organizations and you know we're duplicating a lot of work because because everybody is seeing this problem and really like I think a lot of us are stepping up to say let's fix it and to be an advocate yeah and I, I would love to just see all of us kind of come together and yeah. and work together and use you know contacts and stuff like that so. share funding yeah yeah <laughs> and, and I, you know it's, it's so interesting to see the transformation like the first day the girls were so timid and they, they really, d they were very scared to actually touch anything. And I mean, now they all want to be engineers and they're super gung ho. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, but so that's also where the Whatcom Robotics Expo came in because we're like, where are they, when they're done with middle school, where are they going to go next? And, you know, most people just don't know what are the options. And so we, yeah. it's, it's a good follow up to, to, you know, this pilot program for creators and innovators to then have a Whatcom Robotics Expo to help guide not not only that group but the whole community in terms of like if you want to learn about robotics where can you go to do that yeah do any of the high schools up here have robot teams like for yeah. robot fights or anything oh, like that yeah the sea home sea monsters um there's the first mm -hmm. robotics team i think they just went to the world championship or what? Uh, yeah wow. it's amazing awesome they have an incredible robotics lab that i'm very jealous of yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and I mean, you know, you just graduated your first cohort, essentially. Have, but are there any existing like girls on the the high school team? One girl. One girl. Her name is Kai. She's amazing. She's awesome. also a volunteer with Creators and Innovators, um, specifically because she's the only girl and. She's okay with it, and and there are a lot of women who are like totally cool being the only girl in the group. But um, yeah, there's something very special that happens when women come together and support one another. Yeah. And now we have you know 60 girls who want to go on. That is so cool. <laughs> and your website is Creative Girls. CreatorGirls.com. Oh, yeah. So okay. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. And like. So you're kind of on the tail end of this. How is getting your master's been? Because like you kind of you you went and said, I'm not going to have a traditional career path. You jumped out of planes to fight fires. You did all these crazy things. And then you've kind of come back around to education. How has it been being a woman in this more traditional path on the on the other end? So I am not going to lie. It has not always been very fun. There have been a lot of challenges and a lot of really incredible moments along the way. Um, going to that Grace Hopper conference was a really huge turning point for me because I no longer questioned whether or not I belonged there. I saw I was in the presence of 5,000 women, all female technologists from all over the world, um, solving problems in incredible ways, and you know having fun while doing it and building community with one another. And if I hadn't gone to that conference, I would have only ever been exposed to my university, my class. And I would not have realized how much potential there was. And now that I've seen that, you know, I, I just, it's not even just what you see. It's what you yourself can create in the future. And I mean, it's, yeah. So now I very much know that I belong here and have a place here. And I'm super excited to be able to spread that passion to other people. Because I think more people should be involved in technology. There's tons of jobs, tons of money. You know, there's um, just, it's intellectually extremely stimulating and, there's so many benefits it, to it. You so. can change the world. Yeah, you change you the world. You can type things and change the world. Yeah. That, just, uh, that blows my mind every day. Yeah. Like, And, uh, you know, and you're like the eighth person I've talked to just today who <laughs> says, you know, I, I got into this, but then the, the real pivot point, the real thing that I've needed or the real thing that I'm excited about is community. And I think even even the guys here, um, you know, part of being at Linux West Northwest is that we come together and we're all giant geeks together. <laughs> and I love that. And I love, um, I have to say, like, there are a lot of women on the floor today. There and have it, been quite a bit. And we have been <laughs> catching them to get little bits. And it is awesome. It is, I've been coming here for at least, well, over the last eight years, at least six times. And there's a lot more women here. Yeah, everybody's saying it, and and there's young girls, there's dads with daughters. I it's I'm it's changing, and I'm excited to be part of that. Yeah, me too. Cool. So, our also our traditional last question is: What are you most excited about about technology right now? Well, I. I don't know if I mentioned earlier, I'm opening a code school, so I'm a co-founder for CodeLily.Education. There, there seems to be like a lack of accessible education, so I'm really, really excited about being able to provide that for our community. So we offered, like recently we taught classes in Intro to HTML and JavaScript, and I thought that our that the students who came would, would um, be reflective of the student body I see at, in my classes in college. And I, so mostly guys and a couple of girls. And when we promoted the classes in an open, collaborative, accessible environment, we had 100% women. Whoa. Any, wow. Anywhere from 16 years old to 60 years old. And that old. wasn't your target? No. I oh. mean, we just put it out there to like a few people. Uh, we didn't even really advertise it that much. Um, and, you know, people 
are interested in learning, but they want to learn in, in a more collaborative space that, you know, where it's not super competitive and intense with grades and all those things. And so we're able to provide an alternative, uh, alternative route. Um, and so the first class was 100% women. The second class did have a couple guys, but I mean, it was really an unexpected thing that happened there. So I think the more we can move in the direction of building community and collaboration and all those things, we will see more diversity in computing. Awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm most excited about being involved in that project because it's also very fun to be an entrepreneur and um, I work with an amazing group of people and so I just feel really blessed for all of the opportunities in my life. Thank you for listening to this episode of Women's Tech Radio. Don't forget that you can email us, WTR at jupiterbroadcasting.com. You can also go to jupiterbroadcasting.com to see the backlog of shows or use the contact form to contact us that way. You can add us to your favorite podcatcher with our RSS feed, which you'll find at jupiterbroadcasting.com under shows Women's Tech Radio. Also, check us out on Twitter at heywtr.com. And if you have an extra minute, leave us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget that we do a full transcript of every Women's Tech Radio show, which is now available in the show notes yep. on jupiterbroadcasting.com. So if you have people who don't have time to listen but would like to read, head them that way. Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs>